Welcome to the Living in Destin, Fort Walton Beach, Florida podcast with your host, Tim Whittemore and Stephanie Durham with the Whittemore Group. From your morning coffee to those nighttime brewskis, they are here to tell you what it's like to eat, sleep, drink, play, work, and live on the beautiful Emerald Coast. Okay, so let's get into it. Let's talk about living in Santa Rosa Beach. Where is Santa Rosa Beach? Well, that's that area that everybody popularly calls 30A, right? Uh, but 30A is that highway, scenic 30A goes all the way down the coast, uh, down in the Santa Rosa Beach area. But there's also an area north of that as well, which is still considered Santa Rosa Beach area. Now, where is this located? It's actually east of the Destin, Miramar Beach area, and of course, west of Panama City Beach here on the Emerald Coast, right? So what is uh, this area known for? It's because of 30A <laughs> and their luxury beach homes. Uh, you have a ton of great upscale dining all throughout this area. Very unique, artistic experience in different pockets all throughout here. And of course, the big thing that people love when they come down here is that just fine grain white sand beaches that are flanked by a lush forest. And it's not a bunch of condos everywhere either. It's not Condo City, it is just a very quaint, really nice uh, neighborhood. So what I'm gonna go through is a couple of notable beach towns and we're gonna go a little bit through uh, the cost of living in the area as well. But let's kind of start there. We'll just kind of start from the west side and we'll work our way east down that scenic highway 30A. So let's go ahead and get into that. First one that we have is Dune Allen. So as you go into this town, it's kind of a serene beach town. It's got tons of walking trails, beach accesses, and three uh, coastal dune lakes that you're gonna have throughout here. It's a pretty relaxed area, really nice for vacation, second home, any anything like that. And if you like the outdoors and you really wanna have just your own kind of relaxed access to the beach, this is a great place to go. Let's continue down a little bit further. You're going to hit Golf Place. Now, Golf Place is a really unique town. Really, really enjoy it because every time we just kind of drive and then boom, there it is. <laughs> uh, but it's got this really beautiful, like European style town center. And it's got all the different shops and it's all the different sorts of colors. And of course, right across the way, you've got the beach access there where everything's kind of elevated that you're able to get down. And of course, just love the white sand and emerald colored water that's right there the entire time. Uh, it's got like a really vibrant, like artist colony throughout there, especially if you go kind of into the back, they've got these little, little shops that are back there. There's just an immaculate amphitheater that's out there too. Um, You'll know what I mean by that if you have ever seen it or come out to see it. Uh, this, this area is kind of becoming more of the complete vacation experience that people are looking for when they come down to this area. Just enough commercialized, but not too commercialized. <laughs> so golf places where it's at. Okay, so moving down, uh, we're gonna go into Blue Mountain. So Blue Mountain kind of boast some of the most highest dunes in the Gulf Coast 
and they are blanketed. The reason why it's even called the Blue Mountain area is because it has these native uh, blue flowers, blue, I think it's lupine flowers. Hopefully I'm saying that correctly. Um, but, um, it's a really laid back town. It's kind of like your old beach town as you kind of go through it. It's got a mix of the older homes, the newer homes as well. Uh, as you go through there, parking is, eh, it's not all that great. Um, but that's, that's the old, that's the old Florida for you. <laughs> but it's sitting there right on the coastline. Of course, if you want to see that happening part of that area, head over to the Redfish Village. It's, um, it's really the hub of Blue Mountain for sure. And you're going to find all the shopping and dining and everything else that you want to do. And you don't have to travel to any of the other areas to go ahead and get that. One thing I want to note, you know, throughout this entire thing from Dune Allen all the way down to Rosemary Beach that we're going to talk about today, uh, there is a trail, a bike or walking trail that goes the entire distance and it doesn't get interrupted from what I remember. Uh, but you could literally get on a bike if you're training for a, you know, triathlon or something like that. You literally get on there and go the entire way down there through all these different communities. It'd be one heck of a bike ride, but you could totally do it. So there's tons of that here. Once you get past Blue Mountain, you're going to go into Grayton Beach. Grayton Beach also has the uh, Grayton Beach Park, State Park that's there, but there's also some other great places for you to visit throughout there. Their motto there is kind of funny. It's nice dogs and friendly folks. Um, it's a really laid back and um, organic. And when I talk about organic, you may use words like hippie. I don't know. <laughs> People have said that. I won't say necessarily that, but it is definitely more laid back and eclectic environment. There, there we go. It's a great mix of modern and kind of old style beach homes, all while being surrounded by these really mature uh, live oaks that they have in there. You can head down if you go into Grayton Beach you, to get the experience. You're going to see kind of all the shops and things when, when you head down that way. And if you continue to go down, you'll see that there's Grayton Beach actually written on the pavement, like from somebody from the air actually being able to see it. And as you head down to try to go get to the beach, you may head down there too far because then you won't find any parking. You'll have to go all the way to the top and then wait for the ferry to bring you down. But if you're just driving through, it should be fine. <laughs> uh, so, but they do have that kind of um, open open air ferry that will bring you back and forth uh, because parking kind of stinks down there. It's just not a lot of it. However, when you do get down there, you can definitely head to see the red bar that's down there and a bunch of other shops and boutiques and of course the the uh the beach which is actually one of the most beautiful ones that we have down here it's just really wide and open it's just it's just gorgeous it's definitely worth taking a look you think that all these beaches look the same they don't when you go to Graydon beach <laughs> uh but if you do take a scroll down there you just you won't forget it okay so let's continue down going into watercolor now one interesting thing about watercolor as you're coming from Grayton Beach. You'll notice that as soon as you kind of get up to it, you're going to see a lot of the coastal lakes that are right next to it. And it is just an amazing look just to kind of see and look at all this undeveloped area that's right there and has all the, the white sand dunes with uh, some of the brush and stuff on top of it. It's just gorgeous. And of course, if you want to get kayaks or paddle boards, you can get on that water too. But just going into watercolor is just amazing. 
Um, as you get into that town, it's actually a really cute little shopping and dining area that you go into. Um, to include what I was just mentioning before, 500 acres of like dedicated nature preserve all throughout that area. It's actually the perfect mix, I think, of indoor and outdoor adventure if you're looking to go there. It's actually where my wife and I go for our staycations is one of these areas. To include the next one, which is Seaside. <laughs> now Seaside is probably one of the most active areas in 38th all year round. If we want to look at that, they have a seaside half marathon that they do at the beginning of the year. I've run that a couple of times. Uh, it's just absolutely gorgeous out there. There's plenty of shops, dining. They actually have like Airstream trailers that they made as restaurants that are there actually in the main city center there, which are next to that amphitheater. Uh, everything kind of surrounds and centers where the amphitheater are and is and continues to go out now. Uh, this area is also hailed as one of the best beaches on earth okay and that for families and that's uh that was by travel and leisure magazine i believe okay so continue past seaside you're gonna go through sea grove for a bit and then you're gonna hit water sound now this is one of those newly developed uh, areas as well it's uh, kind of a hidden in an undeveloped stretch of 38. Like you'd be driving and be like, oh, there's, there it was, I missed it. <laughs> uh, it's kind of a, like a local gathering spot. It features a lot of live music venues. Uh, of course, great dining, delicious dining options and various upscale boutiques all through, kind of throughout that area. And it's growing. It's one of the newer areas. Of course, Alice Beach, since we're driving from there, you'll just be driving through what seems like nothing. And then you'll see these kind of towers, which are called butt trees on, on that side and go into an entirely different world. It is a world apart, especially from traveling where you just did. Um, it's an elegant white stucco Mediterranean mixed with uh, like some Bermuda style. And somehow it comes together just beautifully. There's lots of, um, uh, green areas and spaces throughout there. You've got tons of places that you can walk through. There's there's so much in this area. There's there's not enough time to really talk about it in this video. So I'll create another one for you. Um, but uh, there's there's just great things. It, it mixes this casual Florida with the upscale kind of Mediterranean look throughout there. You'll notice because it's all white concrete. Um, side of the building as well as roofs all throughout here. It's a really solid town and just absolutely gorgeous. It, they say it's a mix of simplicity and luxury. And I'm gonna have to agree with that. It's truly an experience just to walk through that community if you get a chance to. Next, of course, is Rosemary Beach. Now, Rosemary Beach has this sort of French Quarter feel. Uh, it offers a kind of relaxing beachside experience. You'll enjoy some great patio dining throughout there, uh, boutique shopping, which is really popular down there. You have farm to table restaurants, some high-end spas and lush greenery throughout the community. I think they were trying to keep up with Alice Beach, but it's kind of tough to do so. But Rosemary Beach is really, really nice. And it's a very unique community that you just wouldn't expect to be there, uh, but it's definitely a great place to go. 
So let's kind of talk about cost of living. Uh, when we do look at cost of living, uh, we look at it and when we do our research, it's always based on an index. Now on this index, if you hit 100, 100 is the average across the continental United States. So let's get into that. So a couple of categories that we're gonna cover, we have groceries. Now groceries are uh, 108.3, which is 8.3% above the national average, so not so bad. Health is 98.7, which is only 1.3% below. Housing, it's a lot. <laughs> That's one way to imagine. It's 342.8, yeah, which is 242.8% above the national average. So yes, those beach house villas and custom homes, yeah, they definitely affected that price. Now the median home cost, the median home cost across this area is a million dollars. Now compare that to the national average, that's only 291,700. Yeah, only 200. <laughs> so uh, if you wanna look at the entire area and what that span is, that's a high all the way up to 24 million and a low of 154,000. Now that's a big spread. And that's for the entire Santa Rosa Beach area. So we're talking about the area above uh, Highway 98 that isn't necessarily beach town. So I think that's where it pulls, but you're not gonna find too much more uh, that is gonna be under maybe 650,000, just from my observations. Now utilities, uh, utilities is 102.5, 2.5% above the national average. You have transportation at 93.7, 6.3% below national average and your miscellaneous, which is around 99.9, .9, which means it's pretty average, right? It's 0.1% below. Now, uh, a lot of other times too, we do have options to live above the um, Highway 98, which isn't in the beach towns that I talked about. And we'd like to think it's a little bit different throughout there, but it is still pretty expensive, uh, at least for housing in that area. Most, most people that do work in there that don't want to spend that price, obviously if that price is a non-issue, it shouldn't be an issue for you guys. But if so, then other places that people do live in commute are usually like in Freeport or somewhere in the Panama City, Panama area uh, to kind of commute in. So there you go. That's all we got for today. To learn more about Destin, Fort Walton Beach, Florida, make sure to hit that subscribe button and please leave us a review. Also, make sure you check them out and subscribe to their YouTube channel, Living in Destin, Fort Walton Beach, Florida. And make sure to follow them on Facebook and Instagram. If you are thinking about moving, relocating, or investing in Destin, Fort Walton Beach, or anywhere between Pensacola and Panama City Beach, make sure to give them a call, send them a text or email, because they have your back when moving to the Emerald Coast of Florida.